Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. I'm delighted to share my first series is in partnership with Heck, who, like me, do things differently. Being an independent and British family-owned business, they use the finest ingredients in small batches, pulling out all the stops to bring that farmer's market quality to the supermarket shelf. In addition to their delicious original range, they offer veggie options too, catering for absolutely everyone, all of which can be found online at heckfood.co.uk and in the major supermarkets too. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to Food for Thought, a podcast on a mission to simplify nutrition, equipping you with all the evidence-based advice you need to live and breathe a healthy lifestyle. Chessie King is a body confidence campaigner and presenter who is using her voice on social media to stand up to cyberbullying. She has become a viral inspiration, working with the United Nations, Team GB, and designing her own activewear range. And I can say, as I have a set from this range, it is pretty fabulous. Championing an international community of body positivity and raising awareness for silent disabilities, Chessie is a household name when it comes to Instagram role models. And I am so privileged to not only call her a dear friend, but someone who inspires me daily. Hello, Chessie. Hello, how are you? Well, you are radiating confidence and energy this morning. So, Chessie, obviously, we've got so many different aspects that we can cover on this podcast today. And I kind of want to start from sticking out at school. And you've been very open about your experiences of being, let's say, taller at school and not feeling like you fit in 100% of the time. And how did you feel your relationship with food has changed? And obviously, you, you then went on to present for OK! magazine. So you've, you've come incredibly far from your school days. I think, like you, I've done so much since I started work at 14. Mm. Um, I wasn't a Subway artist, which no, I No, I was a sandwich artist. I, okay. I was a sandwich artist. <laughs> I love, I love when Rhi talks about her previous jobs. But I have done so many different jobs, and I think I've learned from all of them mm. and learned from being at a school where every Everyone was at school with me. It wasn't a private school. It wasn't an all-girls school. Mm. I was in a year with a huge variety of people. And I think that really opened me up to just being comfortable around anyone and kind of dealing with different situations. Um, 
just different groups of people and working uh well 14 till how old am I now 25 so I think 11 years of just Mm. different work experience that's where I've really learned most of my life skills my personal skills and just kind of yeah dealing with different situations do you feel uh, even back at school do you remember having an interesting relationship with food or was it was just something you didn't think about I think up until I was about 15 I had no like I just ate really really healthily because my mum is your mum is an amazing cook she's incredible honestly she's always brought us up on super fresh nutritious meals that like I took for granted when I was younger because obviously you don't appreciate what your parents are giving you no um and it wasn't until I was about 15 and and she was saying right well Chessie let's let's give you more energy because I was I was really really active I danced so much and I swam actually yeah competitively Mm. and I was actually aiming to do 2012 but I think I chose dance and horse riding and I was just so active so my mum would fuel me with all the right foods and I think it wasn't (laughs) until I was about 15 that I was like what is this, Mum? Like everyone's eating crisps, everyone's eating yeah. chocolates. Right, so you had the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Most people go from eating I that know. and jellying, but you were very fortunate to have this incredible. I was so lucky, yeah. and it, it really did. Without me even thinking about it, it taught me so much about healthy foods. Mm. But I did go into a stage when I was about sixteen of just kind of rebelling against what my mum was cooking. I think yeah. we all do course, as teenagers. Of course, like we Mama, know I don't better. want broccoli anymore. <laughs> I want quavers. Literally, she she would be <laughs> making us these gorgeous rice cakes with um, but well back then rice cakes were seen as very very healthy so rice cakes yeah. with peanut butter and yeah, almond yeah, yeah. butter and all of this and Great. I'd take them to school and everyone would be like why have you got polystyrene <laughs> tiles <laughs> um, but I think yeah I think it kind of stemmed my unhealthy relationship with food for maybe over a, a period of probably on and off for four years um, okay. from when I was about 17 stemmed from actually my mum's cooking because I mm. loved I loved having the freedom to choose what I wanted to choose yeah. and you do go through that stage of rebelling and in my of way of rebelling it was I didn't go out and smoke and drink and no. do all of that I, it was rebelling against food yeah. and and going actually mum I want to eat chocolate I want to do this and when you start actually well you have what 16 to 17 you actually have that freedom to go and choose what you yeah. want and that money like you get you yeah, get two yeah, pounds yeah. a day yeah. and you go and spend it on chocolate because well I used to go to the local uh, sweet shop and get pear drops in a jar yes yeah yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, and a little paper and eat bag throughout school. The I was so day. excited. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, you do because, like, finally you have this money and you yeah. don't have to just eat what your parents are giving you. No. But yeah, it's it's been a long journey, but I have come out the other end of it and I try and talk about my experiences to help people. And obviously, I'm not a nutritionist, but I refer a lot of people to you when they ask oh. specific questions. Well, you're very open about the journey you've had with your body and with the kind of dietary aspects. I mean, going back to the bikini competitions and was there ever a defining moment that kind of helped you find peace with your body? It's something you're you're very open about discussing. Was there that key kind of moment or a gradual process? I think it was actually um, two years ago when I did a personal training course and mm. I actually educated myself on how my body was working. What was actually... This was after a bikini competition, which was yeah. obviously extreme. And it was the healthiest way I could possibly do it, but obviously looking back it was not healthy and yeah. I thought in my head I was like oh everyone's saying you're so tiny you're so this you're so lean and and you're so muscly and I I'd be like oh but I'm so healthy don't worry and actually mm. looking back that was not health well, that there are is pros not... and cons to every everything and for 
some people that might be okay but I think what you talk about now is how perhaps like you've just said it wasn't the best mindset to be in as well. Yeah, and I think it was a challenge. But from that, I think educating myself through a personal training course and actually getting that real understanding of what my body was doing, not just how much it was lifting, not just how long it could run for. It was Mm. actually, right, what is the structure and function of my body? And that was fascinating to me. I love it. Incredible, absolutely incredible. Did you find that when you were studying to become a PT, it changed how you then kind of lived your life every day with your routine with fitness and health? Yeah, definitely. It definitely gave me more of a... Uh, going into the gym f- and and actually thinking, what muscles am I using? Mm. Um, how how shall I fuel this afterwards? Yeah. Like, what's my post workout? And just think of it more like just with a bit more knowledge behind it, not just totally. for aesthetics. And is fitness something you've always been into as well? Without even knowing, yes. When I was younger, obviously doing a lot of swimming, and a lot, I didn't think of it because when yeah. you're that young, you don't think of it as fitness. You just and have gym. fun. Yeah, you just yeah, have, which is just how play. it should be. Oh my god, I still. Do like adults I, should play more definitely, and then when I'm with children, like looking after them, that's when I'm like so happy because like you're sweating, running around after yeah. them, but you're like this is the yeah, best. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was, it was kind of I was so active when I was younger. My mum, bless her, took me to every single thing that I wanted to do, and yeah. I'd be like, right, I want to do this, and I want to do this. I was dancing maximum, well minimum, like six hours a day at mm. one point for two or three years, and that because I didn't have, we didn't have Instagram back then. It wasn't. Oh, to me fitness Mm. it was it was my life and it was it was just so nice being active and it was weird when I had a Sunday off I always said to my mum I was like I hate Sundays and she was like why I was like because I feel like I'm not doing anything because we'd always have like a Sunday roast and I wouldn't be doing my millions of activities yeah yeah yeah. and even back then that's before you kind of it's how your body felt so you were tuning in to how you felt from the results of exercise rather Definitely. than what you should be looking like yeah exercising. and it made me feel amazing I, yeah. I, I always felt tired at the end of the day but I never ever wanted to go to sleep because I felt like I was missing out on, on playing and having fun honestly yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was even till I was like 15 and 16 like mm. and still now like I'm like I don't want to go to sleep no, <laughs> no I do definitely need my sleep now <laughs> I mean it's really interesting discussing the topic of social media so I want to discuss with you your amazing campaign that you, the Cyber Smile campaign where you shared a glimpse into your experience of the troll which I think does resonate with so many of us who've gone through online abuse. Um, What advice can you give to those people that are suffering? And tell us a bit about the campaign. So it was a very creative way of basically showing how much um, a figure online goes through in a day and how much hate or negative comments we get. And I know you've experienced it too. Which is surprising as a nutritionist. I didn't think I would ever become a subject to trolling. But it's because opinions, if you put an opinion out there or if you put your body out there, if you put anything out there, there are going to be people Mm. that uh, you're attracting other opinions and Mm. other hate. Like it, it was basically 24 hours of not, not saying anything about the campaign. It was me showing um, photos of myself and then transforming myself into this absolute monster after the 24 hours, um, all from troll comments that I was getting um, through my direct messages. So every photo, if someone said, um, oh, you're so fat, then they, the editor, there was, a, there was a team of editors and retouchers that would make me thinner or your arms are too big, they make my arms smaller. So it, it was... A kind of an accumulation so it, it kind of built up and we'd layered all of these hate comments on top of each other and at the end I looked like an absolute well I looked 
it, the whole so point was trolling. So they picked an image, didn't they? And the original image had then, you then added all the trolling comments to it and you became this kind of, not even like a human being. It, it was, was a very odd An image. Alien. Yeah, and it was the whole thing was trolling is ugly, not you. So yeah. if I took on and if we took on all the what comments, they what they said, we, we'd we'd be ugly. Well, yeah. Not not ugly. It's, but just it, not normal looking. Not normal not like looking human. and it's not how we, sh- we, we were ever born to look like. So it's them that are... They're the trolls. Unfortunately, are the ones that are in a bad position, mm. and they're obviously unhappy with their lives. They need mm. to make themselves feel better by roll it, writing on your yeah. um, posts or direct messages. And I've done a lot about it, and it it's amazing how many people are backing it and actually realising. So many that, cyber smart yeah. actually said forty seven percent of people have personally experienced online abuse. Oh, and I'm sure it's stats probably are higher. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. Yeah. And I, even to go as far and extreme to say that people take their own lives from it and it is so sad and I think now mental health is such a massive thing that we Mm. all talk about Mm. and health and um, I think it's it's really shifting now that people are realising it's not okay. And How many years, though, Chess, had you experienced these kind of comments for before getting involved with a campaign like CyberSmile? Oh, from from kind of the start of when I used social media properly. So I, I think maybe two and a half years, and that was online. But mm. it, it goes from just comments online to then emails to then death letters and then threats and that's when it gets scary and that's yeah. when you really do need to go see someone and yeah. CyberSmile is incredible and I would 100% recommend if How anyone's going through it. How can people find out more about what, what should they do? What are the steps that people should do? So um, look, well, when you receive a comment block the person, delete that comment so no one else is seeing it because obviously you're, you, well, as people on social media I feel like we have a responsibility even for other people of to course. see those comments because they're it's horrible pleasant. it's disgusting no, it, it so nice. block and delete um, definitely if it goes one step further and they're creating other other accounts which they normally yes. do yeah. um, I'd go onto the CyberSmile uh, website they give you some incredible tips is that just CyberSmile.com yeah yeah, yeah. yeah CyberSmile.org.uk okay. um, and then they will call you and they'll set in place a re- like a structure to basically a plan to help you and yeah. if it if it's actually really affected you they can give you support and they can make sure that this does not happen again and they really keep an eye on your account they're incredible they're such well, a brilliant it's so team important isn't it because it's almost like the new age bullying i mean back at yeah. school oh, we didn't God, we... have this but we still got physically or mm. verbally kind of abused in that way and now it's taken a whole new light where it's very hard to stop it it really is i mean i can laugh about it now but the worst i've had was a week where and it it was about a year and a half two years ago where they'd created this profile and it was pictures of me and they were editing me to look smaller and then reposting it and doing a side by side saying Chessie King fat in the original oh Shocking. and then you look better minus 10 kilograms or something <gasps> yeah. and then and then editing my photo to make me look smaller and I was Awful. like how much time are you spending yeah, on this looking but at apparently the all the trolls when one troll comes in they, 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 they basically have this horrible platform where they go um, I don't know what it is a forum where they go right let's go in on this photo and they all swear that's, that's why you only terrible. really you don't ever really get just the one no. off if it's like a proper troll that a professional troll. I mean, I, this is what <laughs> I love awful. about you, Chess, is that you're you're obviously very positive, very upbeat. You know, you handle these things with such grace and such a good stride in your step. But really, it's hurtful, and I'm so glad that you've kind of put a light on this happening because I'm sure a lot of people can relate. 
completely to this happening. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's from, I mean, 2,000 followers to 2 yeah. million followers. It can yeah. happen anywhere. Anybody. You don't have to have loads of followers no, it for it to be, happen. I'm sure now, I mean, I don't know if this is the case, but um, I've had some people in my clinic um, who experienced bullying, and that was through Instagram, unfortunately, in a school environment oh. where the other children in the classroom... Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, were picking on this one child through social media. So I think a lot more has to be done. But something people don't know about you or a lot of people don't, unless they are avid followers on the page, um, (laughs) is that you have a hearing aid. And this is something that you are, I mean, I've been your friend whilst you've been going through this process. And I remember the day that everything kind of happened for you. How do you deal with this immense transition in your life? Um, I think I'm still getting used to it. And I think I just try and... See it as, like, you're wearing glasses right yes. now. Glasses yes. are fashionable. Glasses are, you look yeah. gorgeous in glasses. Thanks, babe. If anyone, <laughs> if anyone was to wear hearing, people are so afraid of wearing hearing aids because they think it's for 80-year-olds that have lost their yes, hearing. Yes, associate it with older yeah, people. Yeah, and it's maybe one of those huge, huge hearing aids that you see at the back yep. that are maybe for, for younger people embarrassing to wear. And yep. I think, you know what? When I lost my hearing, I was in such shock that I was I was 23. I was like, how have I just lost like one side of my hearing? It was 80%. a huge shock to come to. It was to. massive. Yeah. And I still have no answer to what it ha- no. what happened. But and you've seen a lot of different specialists. I really have. And I've ruled out a lot. Brain damage and yeah. um, it being a degenerative thing and all of this. So I have no other way to deal with it than just to be like, you know what? I wear a hearing aid. I'm yep. very proud of yep. it. It's rose gold. And I love it. it and I love the colour. I love it. It's gorgeous. It's such a nice little fashion accessory it really actually. is I'm really people, proud of it people wouldn't see it though no someone said oh my god is that the new bluetooth thing yeah. that you attach to your phone so you can speak to people yeah. on the phone I was like not quite not, not quite, quite but, but um, it know. could do that I, uh, some hearing aids actually do do that my old really? my old hearing aid did um, connect calls but the thing is you can't hear you don't have any hearing so then you no. can't but yeah and what people don't realise is being in a social situation so for instance before you had the hearing aid mm. going into a loud nightclub or into a busy room with lots of chatting yeah. do you have to adjust the levels the volume um, yeah I mean without it before I even had it and it took me a good year to actually go to an audiologist and say this is actually what I need and it was yeah. scary because I was like oh my god I'm actually having to use something like for me it was a real step of going right I've really Acceptance. got to accept yeah mm. that I have lost this but there uh, I, I am and you know that I'm I'm quite a chameleon like I, I'm very I, I kind of draw um, how do I how do I say this I, I'm different around different people and different environments yeah you and adapt I think, well yeah I adapt to different situations and I think with my hearing that's really really changed how I am in certain, certain situations well, especially with confidence because I remember one particular situation I'm, I know you're probably not um embarrassed or shy to talk about things but I remember when we were in a I think it was a restaurant it was somewhere and you kept saying can you repeat that please or just sit on the side or you were trying to lip read as well because that was before you had the hearing aid I think as well and it was such such a huge contrast because your line of work as well you do a lot of presenting so you're up on a stage you're a very confident bubbly person and people would take one look at you think Chessie King she's got it all they would have no idea that you deal with those struggles day to day. Yeah, and I think we try and obviously talk about invisible illnesses and yeah. invisible disabilities, and I wouldn't call mine a disability at all. But um, I, yeah, I, I have really struggled, and it has really affected 
the way that I am with people that maybe don't know that I have hearing loss. Like friends and family are incredibly understanding. And we joke about me not being able to understand what they say or hear what they say. (laughs) And Matt has to repeat things all the time. So Matt is your boyfriend. He's also, he's a type one diabetic, isn't he? So So we try and talk a lot about being a robot, which is, (laughs) he's got his little freestyle Libra, which is um, a tag. I was just saying to Will, actually, it's a tag that goes through um, his arm. And it's so that he doesn't have to prick his fingers when he's testing his blood sugar levels. Which is great, because all that, Pricking. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of it. Oh my for people god, the technology these days are yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, we're little robots. I've got my hearing aid. He's got that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just it's it's kind of for me, and and I take such a positive light on what I've learned from this experience. Is, and I would share this with everyone: is to be just more empathetic with people, and to actually take the time and go right. And we've spoken about this before. Mm. To if someone pushes you on the tube or like barges you in London oh, and it's yeah. it happens so much in London especially because oh, we're in a busy city oh it makes you feel so violent yeah. I can't describe it well that's the thing but mm. then I always kind of at first I'm like oh why do they push me but actually then I think oh maybe they've got something wrong with their I don't know there's Could something going on yeah, yeah. that that or they they don't have they're visually impaired or they don't oh. have that um, spatial awareness because of uh, maybe um, an inability to feel things or and it makes me really take a step back and go actually I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt they maybe not they That's don't lovely. probably don't have anything but and they probably were just rude but never judge a book by its cover but it really does yeah. I think it's made me like a a kind of more I don't know. It's definitely made me more empathetic to those that are going through mm. things that you can't see. No. And the more I talk about it, the more it helps others and the more it helps me because I had no idea what was going on yeah. when it first happened. Well, there's quite a large community, isn't there, of hearing loss as well. And it's there something is. that I think needs to be definitely spoken of. And on, on a complete kind of separate side yes. note, this is you are a self confessed popcorn <laughs> addict. <laughs> Just taking you back to the food a little bit. Oh, um, I love it. <laughs> what is your take? on enjoying those foods you just have to have whilst you know maintaining a healthy routine because you know popcorn can fit into a variety of flavors as we know (laughs) these days how do you manage the balance because you're an advocate of having a healthy balanced lifestyle but you enjoy what you enjoy when you want it yeah and I think now popcorn to me people people are still like do you are you still obsessed and I'm like yes of course but I just have taken a step back because I was eating (laughs) far too much but no I think um it's it's funny like everyone everyone when they see me with popcorn are like oh there she is I know I know and I do absolutely love it but I think now I've realized that I do I went through a stage where I literally had a a family pack a day and I was like you know what I'm gonna turn into a popcorn girl yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) this is not going well for me but no I, I I mean for me the rule of thumb in my house and I have just moved so I feel like everything now is like my kitchen is exactly how oh, I want it. It's beautiful. perfect. Mm. Thank you. So I think if I don't have it in the house, I won't eat it and I won't be tempted to eat it. Yeah. But then if I do fancy it and I see it, I'm like, well, of course I'm going to have a packet. This is it. You have such a good attitude and it's so refreshing to see um, from somebody that is considered as an influencer on social media to have a healthy, balanced relationship with food. It's something I find a lot of the time in my clinic I've got People that fear good or bad foods, you know, people that are not sure, oh, popcorn, they label it as bad, therefore Mm. I cannot have it. I mean, how have you managed to get yourself to a place where you just eat what you want and you enjoy yourself? Oh, see, that is like 
it's the best place to be in, but it has taken so yeah. long. And I, I mean, I went through stages where I could not even look at a bar of chocolate without mm. even being scared of it, really. Mm. I was so petrified. And I, I went through two stages, probably when I was 18 and... Mm, yeah, 18 and about 21, where I was petrified of food. Mm. And food was the enemy. And it was yeah. so scary because people would serve me food and I just I could not eat it. And I'd go to restaurants and I'd say oh I've already eaten so I'd have a green tea or whatever mm. and that now I look back and I'm like I'm glad I went through it because now I appreciate food so much but I think it was a real turning point where I just started thinking right what make what foods make me feel really good yeah and what what because I, I actually love healthy food because obviously yeah. my mom's brought me up yeah. on it I don't crave bad food where do you think that fear though came from back at the time when that was happening it was definitely my career because um when I was 18 I was um doing a bit of modeling and well, they you were told also me, walking red carpets at one point you, know, you yeah, still do and, yeah. I, and I was I was obviously doing a lot of I was presenting a lot so my job was so demanding because I was in the f- face of the public and I was mm. I was on camera and and I was quite I was mature for my age but looking back I was young and my thoughts of of food and having to be the smallest and going to fittings and castings and then putting me in uh, literally a size not not even half there of my toe There was one example you used. I think it was like you were at some casting thing and they gave you like a size that was like three sizes smaller than yeah, you are. Yeah, and like, they all watched me yeah, try and, they, and fit into it. And they were and like, I, obviously I'm not going to be Yeah, and they were this. like, well, you will because otherwise you can't do this job. And yeah. it is so cutthroat and it's definitely changed now and shifted because mm. obviously there's a lot about the modelling industry yeah. now. But um, I, I think from those experiences and seeing photos of when I was that small, I it... It makes me realise that I I wasn't made to be that small. I'm a taller girl. Mm. I'm I have got shape to me, and and I think now I don't. I look in the mirror and I think right. This body has done so much for me and it is amazing. Even like little things like I have a cut yesterday and then it's gone and I'm like, you're fascinating. <laughs> like, thank you, body, for doing such incredible things. Like, it's so said, weird. Like, looking in the mirror is a challenge that we do a lot in clinics. So I tell people, instead of just focusing on yourself, yeah. think about the space around you in the mirror. Okay. Who are you in comparison to that big picture there? But people just go straight to the bit they don't like. Exactly, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then they're constantly thinking, I need to change that, I need to do that. And actually, the time you spend wanting to change things is such a waste and it it really makes me sad like obviously I I am a a huge advocate for body confidence but I I have this fine line between body confidence and being really healthy for a a long life and and for me healthy is my priority if yeah it should be everyone's priority and it's longevity and happiness and happiness that's the thing with energy like I have a lot of people being like how do you have so much energy I'm sure you have the same like how are you so smiley and energy it's because I fuel myself and I and I move like I'm definitely not people like how many times do you work out a a week it's not about counting things it's about doing things that make you feel good exactly and just just moving in any way like uh, I, I don't even think about it now I'll, I'll happily walk maybe four tube stops instead yeah. of getting on the tube just because yeah. that that's that's kind of my life and the more active I am the happier I so am. So do you think the more body confident you became the more you kind of started to say hell no I'm not putting up with this diet industry and this diet culture yeah. I'm not going to fit into the shape is that when your relationship with food be, kind of became very positive and you suddenly were able to 
Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. None of these like juice diets or anything that obviously we talk about. And yeah. and unfortunately, there's still a, a lot out there that needs to be culled. Well, there are a lot of pressures. And I remember from my days as a singer feeling that I had to look a certain way to be successful. Mm. I never used to rate myself as a soprano on my voice. It was always on um, how I looked in the dress, you know, what I was doing that week, um, how little I could eat, what diet product I could buy. And I think although times have changed, we're still we're still stuck. How would you advise people, especially in the world of the social media, which isn't going anywhere, let's face it. Social media is just getting bigger and bigger. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I know. What are your top tips to protect yourself on this platform? Um, I think remove like the more I remove myself from social media and live for the real moments and actually just you did be, a week off recently oh didn't it's you? amazing social honestly it was incredible yeah, yeah. and I didn't even touch my phone like I oh, forgot I had one obviously heaven. in real life when you're working maybe that that's yeah. not feasible of but I think the more that I live for the real moments and actually just spend time with people that don't judge me for my body that actually love yeah. me for the person I am mm. and have fun with me and and the I think my best memories in life have nothing to do with my exactly. body. They have nothing. Well, They're you've with hit my the best nail on friends. your head there. Judge you by your body, and that's because Instagram and other places are image-based platforms. Mm. So you see a picture, a filtered world. It's not actually your personality. Exactly, and that's why I love stories so much because mm. you can actually just take someone with you yeah. on your day yeah. and be be yourself. Have a bit and of I fun. think, yeah, yeah. And I think the more that you see this real real life on Instagram obviously you can't you can there's only so much you can show but yeah. the more we make it normal to maybe sit down and have have those imperfections that people think are imperfections they're yeah. not they're the body they're the human body i think the more we see that the more that everyone will actually appreciate what, what what they look like instead of just being like, oh, I wish I looked like that Victoria's Secret I model. I wish we could embrace that more. And it, this is totally unrelated, but well, it kind of is related, but down to like vegetables. I mean, I've had this <laughs> comment, this is like, I'm going there. Um, vegetables look identical on shop shelves, right? They so do, yeah. Carrots, for instance, all the same size, all the perfect shape yeah. on how they're cut. Actually, if we were to just grow carrots and not have to think aesthetically on how they'd look, they'd all be all wobbly and knobbly yeah. and they wouldn't look. Oh my God, do you know um, that that drink I, that we had, um, it, it says it's made out of wonky cucumbers. There you go. I love that. But I, I love like, it. Because they were having to write. for the shop. Yes, <laughs> because people that go into supermarkets, if they see something that looks a little bit out of the perfect round shape yeah, a tomato won't. should be, they won't buy it. No, I know. It's yeah. so funny, isn't it? Yeah. So bodies. It's like humans. We're just the yeah. same as, we're not the same as vegetables, but you know, we've... <laughs> 
We need to embrace Basically, that. Rhea's trying to say that I look like a cucumber. But that's fine. <laughs> you look like a pineapple. <laughs> Thanks, darling. <laughs> um, so we've had lots of different questions from people coming for you, Chessie. And I think this is a really good opportunity for you to really give out some words of wisdom. Um, so we've got, I think you say Shana. It's a beautiful name. S-H-A-N-A. Lovely. Shana, Shana. Could be said a variety of ways. <laughs> she has said, when you work out, do you track how many oh, calories you've burned? Definitely not. Honestly, no. I I don't even wear a heart rate monitor anymore because I think, well, actually, no, I have had heart problems, so I've had to, but... Well, yeah, um, recently you had a, yeah, um, a heart... an ECG. Yeah, but that's different from a tracker. That's different, yes. yes. So I don't even look at steps I do. I don't even look at... I think for me, if, I want, if I'm doing something really specific and I want to know numbers, mm-hmm. um, as in my heart rate, I never look at calories. I look at just my heart rate yeah. by going how, how hard I'm working yeah. or how, where I want to stay in a zone yeah. or whatever but I never ever I used to 100% yeah, oh God, I used to I think to. we've all tracked oh calories my God. I used and they to... do have a place it's just not for everyone yeah of course and if you want to set yourself maybe a goal not not comparing to anyone else and if you maybe you did say I don't know 30 minutes on on the rower the other day and yeah. and you know exactly what calories you burnt on the rower even though it's not accurate because yeah. it's a machine it doesn't know you <laughs> as a person yeah i think if you then set yourself maybe a goal to do a, a few more in 30 mm. 30 minutes if you if you're using it as a, a goal measure, yeah. then fine mm. but not oh my god i've uh, I've, eat, I've burned 300 calories so i can then go and eat 300 oh, no. that's not no. how and i think and a number's not all. representative of the whole no. picture i find and what you said on those machines so i learned yesterday that there are only four Forty percent accurate anyway. Forty, yeah, forty wow. percent. These fitness machines in gyms. <gasps> that's so interesting. So if you're looking at what you've burned anyway, I'm sorry, but there's only forty percent chance that's right. It's less than yeah, half. That's so not, just yeah. a little one for you there. So Jen has said, my partner doesn't like going to the gym. So you're quite lucky with Matt there, Chess. I think. Um, yeah. How can I motivate him to come with me? Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> I would start off. I, obviously, there's so many different reasons why people to go to, don't go to the gym. So I'd yeah. be a little more empathetic. Maybe there are reasons. And for guys. Is hard because you're constantly, as a guy, looking at other guys lifting weights and going, "Oh my god, I should be doing that." You shouldn't. Yeah, you don't need to. It's a male problem too. It's not just female. Oh, Lots 100%. of men are affected with body yeah. image. Yeah, and Matt talks a lot about that and mm. and just yeah, n- not comparing. But I would start maybe be like, right, should we do maybe twenty minutes in the house and do mm. a bit in the living room? I mean, I think home workouts would get him into that. Oh, this is actually this is actually quite fun That's and like just idea. making it fun or yeah. even just like like Matt and I for one of our first dates like two years ago went to a trampoline park so and I think fun. we swe- sweated more we are very sweaty but I think we sweated <laughs> more in the trampoline park than oh. we did like say going to a gym I'd like yeah. very mix it up go on a bike ride get outside like yeah. you don't have to just go to the gym yes. make that your time if he doesn't want to come with yeah. you yeah. but if you want to work out together do something fun make it an experience and yeah bike Good riding tips. for me oh my god I, it's, it's my new favorite thing I feel yeah. like the freest oh ever. my god Make Without it my fun. phone, yeah, travel just, somewhere new, oh, go going park, in the park, yeah, yeah, gorgeous. I'm yet to get on a what are the new bikes are not Boris. They're um, you have seen them, yeah. What are they? The new company now that took over the bikes. Like I can't remember what they are, no. but anyway, Sometimes. I yeah. need to go and give those a whirl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, Rachel had asked as well, what's your favourite popcorn flavour that came in? Okay, peanut butter and almonds. I knew it. Oh my god, I she knew knows. It. <laughs> it's literally my favourite. It's so strange that I've like gone off sweet and salt because I really think it's too sweet. Oh. Like, I think my, my mouth's changing. <laughs> yeah. Ted, do you know what? As we age, though, so this is a fact. Young kids, there's a reason they don't like vegetables sometimes because oh. their taste buds aren't adapted to equip themselves with those it's like flavors. Olives. Yeah. 
Well, like, I don't know if it's about olives, but no, yes. No, you know. no, as in like, I used to hate olives when I was younger. But now you love them. Yeah, now I love them. Well, yes, I don't love Chess. them. But. It's all about the olives. So, um, remember that, kids. Olives. Just you'll grow into them. Um, Yasmin. Yasmin says, you are so great to watch, Chessie. My daughter aspired to be an Instagram star. Um, what advice do you have for me um, to get her to prioritise school? Oh, okay. Well, there's no such thing in, as an Instagram star. There you go. I promise I you, none of us who actually Definitely. started Instagram two years ago ever no. thought it would be more than just an editing platform, as in like a filter platform. Totally. I never thought it was going to be part of my job, and I never even considered myself. No one knew how a big star. that was going to get. Yeah, no, that's no. not a thing. Star's not a thing. So I would say to her, look, well, all of them, all of us, as in London. And um, different countries, all of us who are on Instagram went to school, we worked hard, yep. and well, I don't know about everyone, but definitely me <laughs> and you. And and I mean, I at school, I loved school, I loved learning, and you're That's exactly so nice. the same. Yeah. And I, yeah. I never ever thought I wanted to be a presenter, and for me, that was my main thing because I loved interviewing people. Like, yeah, anywhere well, I'd go, anyone can see that. You know, you're such a joy to see, and you love oh, chatting so away. And, you I know, just love asking questions yeah. because I'm really interested in people. So. So you would I, say to Yasmin, get to school. Yeah, and work hard. <laughs> like, I, honestly, education, like, when you're younger is so weird because you're put into this environment that you can't, you don't, you have no choice. No, and you don't have to be great at it, but give everything a go. Don't rule anything out. Exactly. And do what you love doing outside of school. Oh, yeah. Because then it really takes you away and gives you maybe yeah. more hope. If you do want to use Instagram and social media, make sure you're using it for the right reasons. Mm. Maybe do, like, something that you love. Maybe you're an, you love art at school maybe so like maybe do a few drawings statues or, or yeah that exactly so cool. or if you dance what maybe do some that? dance yeah clay, <laughs> clay statues maybe no one make, so no one these days makes then. clay statues <laughs> she did that in her spare time <laughs> you're right really <laughs> like, can you make me a clay statue I, I love that terrible example but work hard at school kids <laughs> yes Promise. work hard I'm right moving on okay <laughs> uh, Rosie says do you eat three meals a day <laughs> Oh, God, Rosie. So um, <laughs> it depends. I mean, all of my days are so varied. Yeah. That, like, I really try. And I always, always have a really good breakfast. And mm. um, for me, I absolutely love just piling everything in a smoothie. So I literally yeah. have, like, spinach in there. I have Lovely. oats. I have banana. I have oat milk. And I just boys it up with ice and maybe some protein powder, oh, maybe some hemp so seed. good. I need that right now. And for me, that is so refreshing. Mm. And I, like, I'm, I don't know. It depends if it's if it's a weekday that for me is the easiest thing to do and then like when I'm out um, I'll try and pick up a really healthy salad and I'll I'll eat I'll eat when I feel hungry yeah. and then I'll always try and make sure that we have a home cooked dinner at, oh that's at so dinner. nice isn't it if you've got the time to see it's lovely and well, Anthony you do have the time, well that's yeah. the thing that's yeah. the thing um the next question is from Anthony, and he said, "How can I get my girlfriend? It's quite a serious one to stop photoshopping her pictures." Oh, it's so hard. It's because, heartbreaking. Yeah, isn't it? and we've seen so much like press about people obviously photoshopping their photos but my main thing would be she wants people to see her and for people to meet her in real life and go oh she is exactly the same on social media yes. she is in real yes. life it's yes. in, it's honestly if for me if yeah. I photoshop myself now it would be hugely embarrassing if anyone well, saw so me detrimental to what you stand yeah, for yeah exactly and someone exactly if someone saw me and went oh my god she does not look like anything she looks better with that no. Valencia photo oh. but Valencia filter <laughs> and with a bit off her way it's like I, yeah. I just try just be so proud of yourself and whatever shape you are whatever size you are just yeah. 
be yourself and show yourself on Instagram. And if you do feel like you're maybe not fitting into your clothes, you don't feel like you've got that energy and you are feeling a bit bigger than you, you should be, and personally she should be, then then use your Instagram to show your journey. There is a movement I think now, which I think is a good one, that the less photoshopping that happens on a whole everywhere, the better, because oh, magazines have definitely. got to stop. Yeah. Uh, celebrities I think the more that we all make a stand the better so thank you for that question Anthony yeah. we're now going to do support her support exactly her. support is the best thing I think surround yourself by positive people right oh I'm scared this for is, this I know this is my favourite <laughs> bit of the podcast this is the quick fire round okay Chessie King here are some questions for you okay, okay. going to be light hearted good fun what's always in your fridge uh, hummus. Oh, great. I love hummus. Oh, she's bought hummus today as well. We've got hummus and carrot sticks here. Um, you can only have one kitchen gadget. What would it be? Oh, one of those spatula things. I love a spatula. That's so random. A spatula? Really? <laughs> no, my need to pull it. Oh, no, no, don't sorry, change it now. Sorry, you sorry, said spatula. spatula. I can do everything with a spatula. <laughs> oh, so funny. Signature homemade dish. Oh, I, I make a really good coconut curry. You do. I've had your coconut curry. It's the curry. only thing I make, it everyone. It is the only thing I you am, make. I am broadening my, my, my recipes. Don't worry. Okay, yeah. next time we come over, different recipe chairs, but I do love your curry. Um, <laughs> what is your favourite restaurant? Oh, favourite restaurant. Oh, God, that's so hard. I know. Um, it could be anywhere. Oh, my God, it could be anywhere. Um, okay, one in uh, America on Abbott Kinney. Um, it's got... It's Farmer's Daughter. It's incredible. Oh, I've heard of that It's before. delicious. Maybe I've seen it actually on your really page healthy, or something. Delicious. Sounds lovely. Yeah. What is the one food you can't live without? Well, obviously popcorn. There we go. I know. I know. I that was not, coming, wasn't yeah. it? That was coming. What is the strangest food you've ever eaten? Oh, um, crickets. I tried oh. some crickets when we were in Sri Lanka oh. and they were like, they're supposed to be like a real... I know, nutritious, yeah, aren't they? It's whole bug, insect all. craze. I'm Absolutely just not down with it not. yet. I mean, nutritionally, they're probably great, but I just can't do it. Do no. they crunch? Um, very crunchy. Wow. But I, I felt rude saying no because the guy was like, <laughs> have a cricket? I was like, okay, I'll have a Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> this is so funny. Okay, so crickets, lovely. Oh, don't think of Jimmy McCricket. That's quite oh, sad, sorry. isn't it now? It's my Poor Pinocchio Disney days. Um, <laughs> what is your go-to healthy dish in a rush? Definitely a smoothie. I know it's not a dish, but honestly, chucking all the yep. nutritional things and just yep. sipping it down. And like, not... Yeah, it's just yeah. the easiest way to get your nutrition it is, in, isn't it? Isn't it? It's so blooming quick, yeah. so easy. Who is your biggest cooking inspiration? Oh, 100% Mama. Honestly, Mama King oh. for the win. She tries, even now, like after feeding us for 25 years, there's, there's <laughs> three of us, so Bronte, Henry and I, and Dad, and she comes up with the most fascinating recipe, but yeah. they're all delicious. Yeah, she's amazing. Mum, you're incredible, Oh, that's honestly. lovely. That's so a really nice one. Health goddess. So what was your favourite childhood treat? Oh, well, I'm just going to say popcorn again because... <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to tell you why? Do you God, want me to tell you why? I want to know so why. So mum would never give us, like, chocolate or anything. There yeah. would never never be anything unhealthy in the house. Right. There would just be popcorn kernels in a bag and we'd love putting them with coconut oil, yeah. popping them before, like, anyone even spoke about popcorn. Yeah. And popping it ourselves because it would be, like, an ex- it would be so it much be fun, fun and they yeah. would fly all over the kitchen. Yeah. And we'd have it when they were out. So mum and dad would go out, we'd have a babysitter and we'd just love, Make like... Popcorn. Yeah, and we'd like we'd put salt in it, That's and we'd so like nice. make our own flavors. Aww. So honestly, that is why I love it. And oh, that I is, want to go to the yeah. King household and make popcorn. Oh my god, we need to have like a yes. weekend where we just that eat sounds popcorn. lovely. <laughs> okay, this is one to get you thinking. What is the last thing you tried for the first time? 
Oh, wow. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I think... Oh, oh. I'm I loving the, the I sound had, effects here. Ooh, I had an oh. oyster and it was gross. Ah, so that was your new thing. But when yeah, was that? that was in... Croatia yeah, and I was like, like go it. on then I'll have one they make you swallow it don't what? they really quick why there's no point in I oysters don't really, I don't understand the whole because they you don't chew them you no. don't even and they're not an aphrodisiac them. that's a bit of a myth I'm afraid yeah I don't really what's get it what's an aphrodisiac like something that just gives you like a bit of loving feeling oh, oh, you're gonna go in oh no oh. of course I asked that question <laughs> Sorry. I was thinking how to phrase it in the most appropriate way for my podcast as oh well. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, uh. so, Jessie, that concludes our fire round. Thank you oh, so much. Oh, I want to do some to you. No, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that's the privilege of being the host, isn't it? Um, so we always end with food for thought with yes. our own food for thought. So to give you an example, mine today. So back to the serious kind of mode. It was... I mean, I was on Sky News the other day and I was talking about how a Team Mag survey said that just 8%, and this is out of 2,000 girls questioned, felt they were happy with their appearance. I mean, that's awful. And 26% of them said they considered having plastic surgery. 19% said they were already suffering from an eating disorder. And what's interesting is that 90% thought someone close to them had an insecure body image too. I mean, I mean that that's... That's pretty sad. And I think in this Instagram filtered world that we live in, it's so important that we surround ourselves with positivity. So my food for thought is when you're surrounded by good people, you're kind of surrounded by real life, aren't you? Mm. That's the kind of positive thing I think that we need to focus on who we surround ourselves with a bit more and speak a bit more. Do you have a food for thought that you can share with everyone? I do. So how you speak to your best friend. So I would say... Not not just forcing a compliment, but mm. when I see a best friend, I'm like, oh, you look so gorgeous in that yeah. dress. Speak to your body how you would speak to your best friend. Yeah, that's And lovely. that is so important because you are best friends with your body. You need, you're, you're both going to go, you and your body are going to go through life together, mm. through everything together. Yeah. And you only have your body. And it to be comfortable with yourself and to actually be appreciative of what your body is doing for you is such a powerful thing mm. and that's when you start really f- not falling in love with your body but making that real relationship I that think true, that's so true lovely connection. that's yeah. so nice I love the phrase that goes with that that treat others how you want to be treated too you yeah. know just that's such a wonderful take home message so let's all think of something lovely and it's not something you make up like Chess said it's something you genuinely genuinely believe in just spread a bit of positive vibes well yeah. thank you Chessie oh, for coming in you. today I can't wait for that clay module of me yeah I don't know where <laughs> that came from I'm, I honestly I don't know I've never even done it in my life right Chessie thank you for coming thank on thank you Food so for much Rue thank you thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode you'll absolutely love my next guest so click subscribe to be the first to hear it And remember, a bit of extra guidance and advice may be all it takes to help you become the healthiest and happiest version of you. In my part handbook and part recipe book, Renourish, A Simple Way to Eat Well, you can follow the structure of a session with me in clinic, gaining the confidence you need to create delicious, nourishing meals at home with my Renourish menu. Check it out on Amazon or all major bookshops. For more information about me, my clinic, recipes, events, health retreats, and so much more, please visit retrition.com and follow me at retrition on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. 
A great burger needs to stand on its own. That means the burger has to taste good naked. Whether it's a fried egg on top, spicy mayo, or even peanut butter, these should complement the burger, not define it. And when you don't have a bun lying around, you should try Heck Spring Chicken Burgers. Check out heckfood.co.uk or the major supermarket. Spiced up with spring onions, chili, and ginger. It's a little bit different to your classic burger, but delicious on a bed of noodles with some homemade sweet chili sauce. Just blend a few peppers, chili, tomato, garlic and ginger before bringing the mixture to the boil in a saucepan until the sauce thickens. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 